Well, good morning for Northeast by Midwest. I am Jonathan Jones. Happy Monday. Pray you had a good weekend and uh, looking forward to another week up here in the Northeast. We just got clobbered by a pretty good nor'easter. And so, to be honest with you, um, it was good. Uh, Rough, but good. A lot of snow, a lot of wind. But hey, it's winter. You know, what do you expect? So, (laughs) So today, I'd like to entitle this, Where Are You? So where are you? Now, don't think too hard about it. Where are you? This thought occurred to me roughly right around 20 years ago when I was at Word of Life. And I think for the first time I was really wrestling with Genesis chapter 3 in the Bible and starting to grapple and understand it from a little different perspective. And there's a question asked by God, three simple words, where are you? So here's really the narrative that kind of happens and unfolds. Uh, God has said to Adam and Eve, look, you know, I want you to tend for the garden. You can eat of any tree in the garden, but don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So Eve and Adam are out, and uh, the scripture seems pretty clear that they are together or at least very close to each other. Eve takes a piece of the fruit as she's deceived by the serpent, a.k.a. the devil, and she gives it to Adam. Adam eats, and because he is the representative for the human race, he not only sins, but he plunges us all into sin. And so we're all born sinners, and on top of that, we choose to sin. So kind of double cursed, if you will. So as you read the text, God is still walking in the garden in the cool of the day. He's evidently done this multiple times. Uh, The text says God was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So the, you know, not not only the Hebrew text, but when you read it in English, it, it really gives the idea that God did this. This was like his pattern. And so one of the things, you know, when we think about the whole of Scripture and we think about the gospel, ultimately, you know, the the Scriptures tell us no one has ever seen the Father. So ultimately, who is this? Well, this is the second person of the Trinity, the Lord Jesus Christ. When God reveals himself, he reveals himself through his Son. And so this is the pre-incarnate. In other words, Jesus hasn't put on human flesh yet, but, you know, he's got, you know, whether it's... uh, as a hologram or whatever, he's walking in the garden and they can hear him walking because what happens is Adam and Eve go hide themselves because they realize they're naked. And so that's where this question comes out. I remember being in upstate New York at Word of Life Bible Institute and and the question, you know, it was like the first time it had really hit me. Where are you? And I don't know if when I first asked you the question, it was like, well, duh, I'm, you know, wherever you're at. Like for me, I'm in Lisbon Falls, Maine right now. And I remember the thought hitting me, you know, well, I'm in Scroon Lake, New York, you know, and then it was like the Holy Spirit was like, no, no, where, where are you? Well, I'm in my dorm room. I'm in New York. I'm at Bible college. And then it was like the question kept getting deeper, you know, but where are you really, Jonathan? Where are you at? And so then I started to understand the question from a little deeper perspective. Now, you know, God is just asking Adam where he is. God knows where Adam is. He's not asking for his benefit. He's asking for Adam's, right? He's giving Adam a chance. He's giving Adam and Eve a chance to say, uh, look, we messed up. 
And, you know, Adam does what a lot of us do, right? He passes the buck. Um, He kind of admits that he's done something wrong because God says, have you eaten of the tree? And then he says, well, this is woman you gave me. So he blames it on Eve. And then Eve blames it on the serpent. And the blame game starts, right? And it never really ends. We've all done it. We've all said it's not my fault. We've all pushed it off on somebody else. We've not taken accountability. And so you look at Genesis chapter 3 and, and you see a variety of things. But I think, I think the one thing we see is we, we see God seeking men, you know, men and women. And, and it's ultimately a picture of the gospel, right? I mean, what does Jesus say? Jesus says in the New Testament, I came to seek and save the lost. And so when you read Genesis 3 and you see that, where are you? You, you really just see God ultimately giving men and women an opportunity to admit where they're really at, that they need his help. And Adam and Eve finally kind of admit that God clothes them, you know, covers them. And it's ultimately a picture of the gospel where someday that same God will become a man and will die on the cross for sins and will cover our sins fully, right? Not just with clothes, but with his blood the blood that washes away all sin, the perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God. And so it's really, really kind of neat. And so, you know, interesting, isn't it, that three little words, where are you, can really open up uh, a lot deeper thought process and ultimately conversation with the Lord. And so I just ask you today, as a way of encouragement and and in thoughtfulness, where are you? You know, where are you at spiritually? Uh, how are you doing in your relationship with the Lord? Where are you at in your relationship if you're married with your husband or your wife? Where, where are you at, you know, at your job? How are, how are things going? You know, uh, you know, where are you as far as maybe goals you made for your life? If, if you kind of like me make uh, New Year's goals, which is what I do every year, how are you doing on those? You know, where are you at? Um, I've already accomplished or in process of accomplishing a couple. I've got a few more I got to work on, right? And so it's just, I think, a really good question on a Monday. You know, we have this term, Monday morning quarterback. And I think this where are you question kind of speaks to that a little bit. You know, today, um, we we finally know what we knew last night, who the Super Bowl teams were. And, you know, there's a lot of second guessing. There's a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking going on today. Well, what if they had done this? What if they had done that? Did they have the right scheme? Did they... Do the right offense, defense, special teams, you know, whatever it is. What, what if they had done this, you know? And we all tend to do that, don't we? And I think this where are you question kind of reminds us that it, it sort of gives us a reset, an opportunity to, you know, just allow God to say, okay, uh, for some of us, we're, we're in the right spot. You know, we're doing as best we can the right things and we're moving forward. But for others of us, you know, maybe like Adam and Eve, we had some mess ups and we need to you know, get before the throne of grace and ask for help in this time of need. So on this Monday, as we start a new week, I just ask you again, where are you? And wherever that is, allow God to remind you that he loves you. Friend, that even with Adam and Eve, you can't out his love. You can't earn his love. He loves you because he is love. And as the Apostle John reminds us, we love him because he first loved us. And so be reminded that the gospel applies here too. That even in that question, where are you? God knew exactly where Adam and Eve were at. He wanted them to admit what they had done. 
and then he could start helping them out. And for each of us, it's the same, isn't it? You know, we need to admit where we're at. We need to admit the help we need from the Lord and start moving forward. And so this day, what a great, what, what better day than a Monday, you know, to, to reassess where we are at and allow God to continue to work. I hope this encourages you and that you have a wonderful and blessed week. For Northeast by Midwest, I'm Jonathan Jones. Don't forget to share the podcast and have a wonderful day.